Hey y'all, thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, Taylor Edwards joins me to talk about her new single, Mean to Me, and so much more. Be sure to go check out Mean to Me and all of Taylor's other music wherever you listen to music. Hope you guys enjoy the interview. Talk hey, to you Taylor, guys on how are you? Forgot about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, Taylor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to lately? Um, you know, just all the usual things. Um, last night I got to play my first show post COVID. Um, we did a writer's round for, um, a charity. And so it was at a golf course and it was beautiful weather and it felt so, so good to have the view of being on a stage and like looking at people enjoying music. It was amazing. So, um, What's your mindset like playing your first show in forever? Are there any nerves that, like, it's your first time all over again? Kind of, yeah. I definitely, in last night was unique because it was a writer's round situation. So, like, if someone doesn't know what a writer's round is, basically it's, like, three or four um, songwriters or artists that, like, play a song each in a round. Um, I just use finger quotes. But, um, so, I, and I, prior to COVID, kind of hadn't done one of those in a minute. I used to do those all the time when I first moved to Nashville. But um, as of lately, like, had just been doing full band stuff. And so uh, it was I was more nervous because I hadn't played like a writer's round by myself. I've normally had my like, band or, you know, another guitar player or something with me. So I'm like, Oh, do I remember how to do this? But um, it was it, it was awesome. It was so much fun. <clears throat> yes, you usually would have other people lean on here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. So I'm um, growing up. When did you sort of realize that music was something you wanted to pursue with your life? Yeah. So I, there's like a long time family story of how, when I was like three years old, I jumped up on a table at a restaurant and started singing. Um, you know, that song, it's an old song, but it's like, Hey Mickey, you're so fat. And, uh, and my dad used to sing that to my mom all the time because her name is Melissa. So he would change the, the name and say Missy. And so I think I always thought that that's what it was. And so, um, it, I mean, it's definitely been like an early on thing that I've like wanted to entertain and kind of be the center of attention, I guess. Um, but it wasn't till I was like 14 or 15, my cousin got a guitar for Christmas. And I was like, wait, that's cool. Um, I'd always done like musicals and been in choir and like loved to sing. I just didn't know that it was like something that I really could like pursue as a career. Um, and so when my cousin got her guitar, I was like, wait, I want to do that. And so, um, begged my parents for a guitar and kind of, I three chords or four chords off of a YouTube video. Um, because I definitely grew up in the era of Justin Bieber being little, little baby Bieber and posting YouTube videos. And, um, and so I thought that that's just how you did it. I never knew that there was another way that, that you did music. I was like, okay, go on the internet, learn chords, post a video, cool. So there was definitely, I mean, they're gone now. There was definitely some videos of young me, you know, learning four chords and trying to sing Bubbly by Colby Calais uh, on YouTube once upon a time. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of always been in me, but it, was, it wasn't until I was like 14 or 15 that I was like, okay, wait, I think I can do this and I think I can write songs and let's go. I've just not, I haven't turned around since. Look back. <laughs> How did you get from that stage to the point where you were ready to move out to Nashville? So um, I knew that I, 
I always knew college was a thing that I that I wanted to do and had to do. Um, my parents are like, listen, we fully support you, but you got to go to college, which I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so I found Belmont University and they had a songwriting program. So it kind of felt like the best of both worlds. And so I was 18 when I moved here and or 19. I was 19 when I moved here to go to college. And uh, yeah, that, that made it the adjustment way easier for sure. I feel like the people who move out there on their own without some sort of community with them, they just get lost a lot of the time. Yeah, totally, totally. It's definitely harder. Um, I, I feel like I was lucky because I just kind of got thrown into a bunch of other people who, you know, were nervous to be here and by themselves. And so we were all nervous together and just, you know, got to make our little our little circle. So it's it was I feel lucky in that regard. So um, your your latest single means me kind of blew up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It was a video of you listening to the demo and crying in your car, which um, mm -hmm. it's kind of like the specialty of TikTok. It allows you to be so vulnerable. But what was was that an easy decision for you to make to post that video? And how long did it take for you to make the decision to post that video? Um, honestly, I was kind of embarrassed by it. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be vulnerable. Um. And I have a hard, I have a hard time not, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a three on the Enneagram. So I have a hard time sometimes just like, like being vulnerable like that. Not, not that I want people to think that everything's perfect or, or, or think that my life is perfect. I, I just, it's, it's hard to show your feelings. Sometimes it's hard to yeah. be like, Hey, I struggle with X, Y, and Z, you know? Um, and so I definitely was not, I mean, I feel like I've shared so much on the internet and like I said, you know, starting music, just thinking, oh, I got to just post on the internet. That's how I'm going to make it. Uh, starting that way, I've not really ever not, you know, been nervous to post or whatever. And I definitely crying in my car, I was like, oh, I'm going to be that girl. But you know what? That song, um, it means a lot to me and, and, and that's the emotion it brought out. And so I was like, okay, I got to do it. And so I'm, I'm really thankful that it connected with as many people as it did, because I definitely think I would be sitting here second guessing, you know, oh God, I posted a video of me crying. When in reality, I don't think we should ever be embarrassed about posting a video of us crying because we're human and we all do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I, I'm like, the fact that I ever thought that that was embarrassing, like whatever, you know, like that, that's the emotion. So I'm so, glad I did it. Yeah. So um, for people who don't know, can you sort of walk us through the, the story behind that song? Yeah. So I wrote that song. Um, actually, it was a year ago in August. So it's almost a year old. Um, and it was one of my first sessions that I got to like that that I came back to Nashville for. I was in Arkansas for a good bit of COVID. And um, I wrote it with Josh Kerr and Emily Falvey. And I'd had this, you know, memo like this this voice memo and then this note in my phone of this idea called mean to me and um i was like i kind of realized during COVID, i think we all got to like sit with ourselves enough you know i was like some of the stuff that i like say to myself on the daily basis is so stupid you know like yeah. like little things it's not even like just just little things you're like oh i'm too sensitive or oh i'm too this or oh i'm like 
And so I kind of brought this idea to them and Emily had this this line, um, my self-talk pisses my friends off. And I was like, that's so true because some of the things that I like will say or like I'll dream up in my head a scenario and I'll say it to a friend and they're like, oh my God, Taylor, no. Like no one thinks that, no one's ever thought, you know. So it, so it kind of stemmed from all that and just a bunch of little things um, that I think that if we're all honest with ourselves, we, we're, we are always our own worst critic. And so I hadn't put anything out like that before. And, you know, sometimes songs like that can get cheesy really quick. Um, but I, I felt super connected to this one. And, um, like I said, it, it, I'm glad that the TikTok thing happened because it was really cool to see it connect with as many people as it did or does. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like we all do it, that we all have these conversations with ourselves and we would never say these things to anyone else. But when it's ourselves, no, never. we're always open to criticizing ourselves. And, and it's, it sucks because, you know, like we, we are, we are our first friend and like we are with the, we are with ourselves for, till the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those things like, why are we like that? Why is it so easy to just beat ourselves up? Um, and I, you know, I definitely have days where I still do it. I'm not, I'm so not perfect in it, but this song kind of let me, it, it brought light to that. Like, Hey, you got to chill on yourself. Like you got to be nice. Like, because life's already tough enough. And if you just make it harder on yourself, I mean, I know that's easier said than done, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it stinks that we're like that. Yeah. I think I saw a quote like the other week it said that if the conversation you're having with yourself and the conversation you're having with your friends are two different things then one of those conversations has to change and yeah exactly i thought of the song totally. when I, when yeah I yeah <laughs> so um what's next for you what are you working on now so um more music i can't I, i'm not gonna say quite yet what's happening but i feel like when you hear more music, you probably have an idea of what could be happening. Um, I've been kind of teasing another song on TikTok. So you can kind of maybe imagine what's happening with that, that you'll hear about nah, next week. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just fully in creative mode, which is my favorite mode to be in. Um, I, I'm the best version of myself when I'm working on something. And so I found that I just always need to be working on something. And it makes me the happiest and um, and whatever comes along with that and whatever happens with that is, you know, the cherry on top. But um, definitely in creative mode right now, which is so fun. How do you sort of keep yourself in that creative mode? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think that I'm always also trying to like... Uh, I'm in, I'm inspired by so much and just trying to constantly intake that inspiration and put myself in situations where I can be inspired. Um, I, you know, whether it's like following cool people online or, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm visually, I'm super inspired by things. So like, I love Pinterest. I know that sounds really basic, but when I'm bored, like laying in bed, you know, before I fall asleep, I'll be like just scrolling Pinterest and um, visual, like I said, visuals are super, super inspiring to me. Um, and, you know, sometimes that, that can start a song or that could 
be a song that I already have that I see a picture and I'm like, wait a second, we could make a story out of this. And then here's the merch and then here's the role, you know, so um, definitely super visually inspired. Um, so yeah, I think it's just like surrounding yourself around things that inspire you and kind of intaking that keeps me keeps me kind of going. You sound like someone who likes to sort of have your hands on every little detail of <laughs> what you do. I yes, I'm a, I'm a control freak to a fault. Um, yeah, I I'm I, all of it. You know, it's I used to say it, it was all DIY, and now it's like that's kind of that's kind of how my machine works. Here is um, I like to be really really involved in every step of it. It's really hard for me to kind of let that go. But I think when it's your vision and you're so attached to your vision, that's so important. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, obviously the music comes first. That's what I tell everyone, but, but like all of the other pieces kind of make the whole package and, and, um, are super important to me. Especially as an independent artist, if you're not going to do it, no one's going to do it for you. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's the only thing I know. I, I don't know what it's like to have a massive team. And so, um, so for me, this hustle is just kind of normal. What was it like during COVID to sort of keep your spirits up as an independent artist without that major label back? Yeah, it was it was definitely tough. Um, I definitely was planning on putting out more music than I did last year. I think as everyone was, I had big plans. I was hoping, you know, I was kind of on a good role playing shows. And so I was hoping to do more of that. But so that, that was really hard. But I think that um, it kind of, made me more savvy and how you know okay maybe being independent actually i i can use this use it as a strength because i don't have anyone right now saying hey you can't do this or you can't do that like i could do whatever i wanted and so i kind of had to turn my like flip it on its head and go okay wait this is my strength i can put out music still i can do this i can you know and so i mean definitely it was hard i definitely had days where i'm like oh like this sucks <laughs> as we all did you we know and to. we all had it and i i just feel for people that really you know um either lost a family member or you know financially just i i, I it could have been so much worse so i'm i'm lucky that you know i was you know stressing about putting out a song um but i think that like i said it it just like made me made me be more savvy Yep. Just added another tool to the belt. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing that I feel that TikTok has done is uh, it's allowed people to put out these songs that might have never been heard otherwise and see what catches totally. on. Was TikTok totally. an easy thing for you to embrace at first, or was it more difficult? No. I so feel like hard. everyone says that. <laughs> so hard. And you know what? I was like, I'm not doing TikTok. I'm going to stay on Instagram. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to stay on Instagram. I'm not – I don't feel like I'm like that. Like, like I think – my friends, like in real life, I think I'm like, I could, I, they, I could be funny, you know, but I feel like I don't think I'm funny if I were to post something of me being funny, you know what I mean? And so for the longest time, I'm like, that's TikTok. It's like funny or you dance. And I can't, I, I don't do that. Can't, can't do that, you know? And so I'm yeah. like, the, it's not my space. Um, and so, you know, then I was like, well, crap, everyone's doing it. I need to like, I need to embrace this new, this new thing. And I like was trying to do the trends. I was trying to like relate that to my music and I didn't really know how to use the app. And so once I just did what I've been doing 
this is like the lesson of, of all lessons. Once I just continue to do what I've been doing on Instagram and just pushed it over to TikTok, I used the font that I use for everything. I made it aesthetic with still being real. Um, and that's what I like to do. That's when it worked. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a cool little like wink, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Like, don't mold, don't like try and be something you're not. Don't, don't bend for an app, you know, that could be here for two years and disappear. Like don't change your whole model for something that we don't know has longevity. Um, so yeah, so to answer your question, all in all, that was very long winded. Um, I did not, I, did, I, I didn't adjust well at first, but uh, now I feel like I'm kind of getting the hang of it. Really shows the importance of sticking true to yourself end of the day totally and look look you blew up by being true to yourself so definitely. yeah yeah exactly exactly so so yeah that's the that's the biggest takeaway and lesson i think ever yeah well um thank you so much for doing this thank you have a great day i'm so glad that i got to see your face <laughs> and, and meet you kind of not in real life but like how we meet in real life in 20 21. Semi real life. <laughs> Semi real life. Well, I hope I get to see you at a show or something soon. Thank you again for having me. Of course. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Hope you liked what you heard. If you liked what you heard from Taylor, be sure to go check out Mean to Me and all of her other music wherever you listen to music and to follow her on social media. And if you liked what you heard from the podcast in general, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Leave us a nice review if you feel so inclined and talk to you all next week. Thank you guys so, so much.